Hello, welcome to the CBGS podcast. I'm delighted that we are back once again and I am back uh, with Mr. Paul Waite. Uh, Paul, good afternoon and how are you? Good afternoon, Ben. A double dose of Ben today, sitting at Waite Towers, looking at one's magnificent lawn and cats running around in the playful sunshine. Yes, it's um, it's a, a lovely scenic view that you've got in your background and, and as you just described, out of your window as well. Right, well, let's let's get into this because this is um, been a big week. We had a podcast last week, which um, Rob Hook joined me on. And since mm-hmm. that podcast was recorded, which was probably about 10 days ago now, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. And we're going to t- try and digest this if you're an avid podcast follower. Thank you, uh-huh. first of all. Um, and, and let's I'm just I'm going to start by just asking your thoughts on everything that's happened in the last 10 days. How many questions is that? Well, it's just one, but I mean, just we've 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 done a lot of live streams this week that um, I do encourage you to go on to uh, our Facebook and YouTube channels and watch. But in the podcast, I really just want to talk about um, you know the, the things that have happened and how we're here to support. Absolutely. So, Sorry, I've got to answer that question, have I? Is, I, I realised I put you in a, a very difficult question. But yeah, I just think, I just, obviously, a lot has gone on. Everybody knows, you know, after the, the 10 days, the, the, the where, where it's gone to and, and how big it's got. We're here to support with the Friends programme. Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, so we're going back to how we launched it again, are we, Ben? Just to be clear. Yeah, just a, just a little bit about why and how we've launched it. Yeah, so um, basically at Aspen Weight, we're, we're endeavouring to provide a complete business growth service. We do that uh, working with other great people, um, total believers and masters of collaboration. And uh, a couple of, just about two and a half weeks ago, um, sat at my desk and uh, there was a, a, a sort of um, intercompany exchange of emails and suddenly very quickly actually in a matter of seconds less than 10 seconds uh, the concept of aspen weights friend initiative was born um and it just seemed like a lot of things to do very uh, obvious to me um as something to do and uh and we've just been and i think we we've got so good now at media stuff and launching clever ideas that it's uh, it's just grown and grown and grown and it's been extremely well received by the business community and our clients and uh, along with my colleagues we've been actively advising scores and scores probably literally hundreds of businesses as you say the last 10 days have seen a, a considerable um, deterioration or, or perhaps an escalation of government intervention whichever you want to look at it I, I'm not sure I, I actually thought that uh, the government would go quite as far as it did, to be honest. But I think it was forced upon them by the uh, reckless and thoughtless behaviour of many of our fellow citizens. Yeah, I, I happen to agree with you. I know we both give our, our thoughts and comments on <laughs> on the podcast. Um, before I give mine, I just want to say the the, the Aspen Weight Friend Program. Do go and watch the live streams that we've done across Facebook and YouTube. Uh, this week we'll continue to do them next week as well you can uh, catch up with us every day at twelve thirty, and you can email friend at aspen-weight.co.uk if you've got any queries 
uh, or, or anything, you, you, any support that you want, any help, anything, please do send us an email to that email address and I'll give it out again at the end of the podcast. As far as everything you've said, Paul, yeah, I mean, for me, just unbelievable to see pictures a few days ago of people last weekend on the beaches, um, record days for, a, it was a, it was in Wales, there was a, is it a mountain or somewhere, record days there, record days in on beaches and in shopping centres. Absolute, <laughs> absolute madness. And as you just said, government had, had no choice whatsoever to to do this. And we talked about it on previous podcasts about how far we thought it might go. And I think it is just down to maybe people's stupid, stupidity that we, we're, we are where yeah. we're at. Absolutely. Let, let's talk a little bit now about um, positive things. And we love to be positive mm. on these podcasts. Who are? Innovation. And Innovation? Entrepreneurial thinking right now it is so important. Mm-hmm. Again, we touched on this in the live broadcast, but we, we're, in a, we're in a position that it's just so unique and um, everybody compares it to the war and, and what happened then. Very different though, because people were going out to fight in the war and it was, it was a different, <laughs> different circumstances. But this has made a lot of people sit and think, okay, I, I need a plan B and C or I need to completely look at the strategy of my business or how I'm going to survive. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, 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 it's it's um we're we're at a, we're in a position where, I guess, entrepreneurial thinking and innovation, as we mentioned so much, it's it's um it's so important right now. Yes, um, I'm not sure if Ross has um released my uh my message to the nation, which uh which I composed a, a couple of days ago, but um, I think um you know I was talking about the qualities that were needed to to for businesses to survive this and uh, the two words that that come to mind are you know being resolute and uh, uh and and adapting so um it it takes I was thinking you know one of, one of the things I've often said about myself is probably my single biggest quality in making Aspenweight successful was my courage uh we're in uncharted waters I have to say for myself I've not had one backward step over the last three weeks everything i've done has been proactive uh community driven uh and totally in keeping with our stated values i see this as a tremendous opportunity for personal and corporate fulfillment and a way to use one's skills and knowledge uh to help to help my fellow brits really um it's it's uh it's it's very rewarding to have conversations with great people like i did this morning with um with uh, john joe o'neill racing uh john joe is one of my heroes so to be advising him at this difficult time is an absolute honor for me um there's just so much good we can do um while of course um also advancing uh, the very real credentials of our own firm when you see things um, like uh, Dyson making ventilators, like um, I'm not putting this on the, on the, on the same category, but uh, we mentioned in one of our broadcasts that Joe Wicks um, doing live P sessions to the nation. And you, and you also yeah. see that hairdressers, and we both read the same email yeah. this morning about hairdressers now showing you how to cut your own hair. That, those are really good examples of, um, of people thinking outside the box and really yeah. taking what is a, difficult and just such a tragic situation and putting positivity all over it 
Yeah. So, for instance, one of my favorite places in the world is Ollie's Cafe, which is about three and a half, four miles up the road. Uh, Ollie's a very a young man, but a natural, natural entrepreneur. I have great respect for him. Um, so uh, the supply of bacon, eggs and sausage has dried up for the foreseeable future. And Ollie, with no help from any other advisor or anything off his own back, has started up a very resourceful home delivery service. So again, you know, really looking at um, the situation, refusing to get tearful and sorry for himself, and uh, and, and 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 doing something positive. Yeah, and it also also it makes me think about well, even things like this that we're doing now. So to paint a picture, for for weeks before this, I would get up at six in the morning and and make a, <laughs> a two hour round trip. To, so you should to, to record a podcast which was yeah and, and it is there's nothing takes away that human interaction and of course Paul it's lovely to see you every Friday and, and have a you just say that have a proper yeah. catch-up but things like this now we're recording a podcast where we're recording a video of, of the podcast we're recording a, a, an audio of the podcast and we're doing it sat in our own houses with the relevant equipment and it works and it's an example of a lot of businesses will be looking at quite a few things now similar to this and they think well yeah do you know what maybe not all the time because you need that human interaction but why didn't we mm. why don't we think of doing this sooner or why didn't we think of this before yeah. and just bringing little bits in but it seems so natural now doesn't it yeah. already you know in in a matter of days to me i'm getting a huge amount of work done um we're gonna we're gonna have a fantastic month billing wise for instance um probably probably advising just uh, just take myself probably 10 businesses a day uh in some way and that's been repeated across uh across the whole aspen weight network and i think really this is where my business model is coming into its own because um you know unlike any other firm uh we have very few what you would call proper accountants um i am one of those although i'm uh probably the least typical accountant ever born um and we have we have people from uh education uh, engineers uh commercial finance uh all, all sorts of different backgrounds uh but what they what they share is um business passion empathy very real knowledge and experience and i think when you're dealing with the very real issues we have today, there's no substitute for that that sort of um, skill honed in battle. So uh, you know, I'm 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 having a blast actually in a funny sort of way, if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, I I I I, I see where you're coming from. I do I do agree with you to a certain extent. I mean, we all we all it's good for everybody to take stock every now and again and, and evaluate what they're doing and how they're doing it. And certainly um, similar to you, the same for me over the last couple of weeks, it's been, you know, okay, right. How do I go about doing my job? What do I do? What do I need to do that? How can I set everything up so that I can be, um, you know, really focused on certain things and, and how much can I do in a day? And similar to you, again, the, the amount of work that you can actually get through in a day, if you get yourself in, in the right place, it's it's changed my thinking on work and how work actually is, and um, I'm sure it has. Yeah, absolutely. D- done done a lot of uh, done a lot of people. I want to just mention the government. I want to mention 
not particular detail on the podcast about loan schemes and grants and different things like that because as we said we've got the email address it's um <laughs> friend aspen-weight.co.uk there's so much information out there and that's why we're doing our live broadcasts every day at 12 30 on our facebook and youtube channel but what i want to talk about today is to just to get your thoughts on i love to do this on the podcast just to get your thoughts on the oh. government's reaction the government's decisions and how they're going about things and you know life thoughts on that really paul that's that's an interesting question isn't it so uh so uh what would i what would what would i have done that was different that's a that's a i don't know i think um uh since the chancellor became a chancellor which is now only a matter of weeks uh one thing that has impressed me has been his uh statesman like uh demeanor uh and he is a superb orator i think the problem uh, the problem in any situation like this is, and it doesn't matter whether you're a Liberal, a Tory, an SNP or uh, Labour, is politicians don't understand business. Uh, they particularly don't understand small business. We've discussed this many times before. So how can they possibly come up with a, ra- a, a raft of measures which actually um, are the right ones in this, in this situation? Um, so... I think what one has to applaud uh, the what's the word the almost unlimitless vision and support. So it's like throw away the rule book. Um, I was I was actually quite shocked by the um, announcement that the next VAT payment would be automatically deferred. And for, for Aspen Wait, that has made a substantial difference. You know, we're talking about. Uh, you know, the hundreds of thousands of pounds here uh, that would have disappeared out of our bank account, um, which has been retained. And of course, um, having the the comfort of knowing that that buffer is there um, makes it easier to make good decisions. So, for instance, yesterday I formed uh, a, a new collaboration with British Expos in terms of not just... Um, working with them, but now really, really exploiting the true power of their network. I think you make a good point. I think that, you know, this is, uh, as, as we said, it's, I gave you a very difficult question there. And I like to do that on the podcast where I ask you, you know, what you think of decisions that are being made because you've got so much experience and it's great to talk about these things. And as you said, it, it probably the government's biggest ever challenge. How do you, we, we touched on it earlier, actually, we were talking about the um, self-employed people and the fact that they're saying, well, where does the support, why does the support start at, at this day? And actually, I'm going to have to make a choice now about paying, buying food or paying my bills. And a lot of people are saying, well, I've got to choose one or the other because you're not going to give me the support until two, three months time. And the government are saying, well, we, well, we, we can't do it. Well, I think it's, it's important this because, um, you know, one thing um, one thing that uh, has been very good for me in terms of, um, um, as you say, having a more efficient time use is I, I, I think I, I, I'm arrogant enough to think I really understand all of this, uh, all, all of the measures across all the all the different things. And um, of course, if we compare uh, the self-employed scheme with the employed scheme, there is one huge difference, which is very important to point out. So. Uh, so, for instance, in the telephone meeting I had this morning with the leading client, uh, you know, we were having a, a discussion about 
the, the, the employees, which employees to be retained, which ones to furlough, as it's called. Now, in order to qualify for the government 80% backed uh, assistance, uh, it's fundamentally important that that person no longer works for the business. They are not allowed to work for the business and claim the furlough allowance. Okay. Yeah. With self-employed people, uh, which is which is self-employed people are allowed to continue to work and they still get their assistance. So uh, it, it's not quite as bad. So taking the whole, if you take the whole mass of self-employed people, they're actually in an advantaged position over employed people because the chancellor basically said you know what uh i i'm not even going to try to distinguish between uh rich people poor people accountants hairdressers van drivers uh we're going to treat everyone the same the entitlement to the self-employed income grant is the same regardless of who you are what they then did which i thought was unnecessarily overcomplicated in, 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 in essence, which I think was right, uh, it was effectively a regurgitation of the, the employed scheme. So if you really look cut through all the crap, um, for many self-employed people, the, the income grants were of two grand a month, being 80% yeah. of two and a half thousand pounds. Now, I don't know. I don't know what the percentage would be. I would imagine... 50% of self-employed people that might be all right for. And then, of course, where probably the Chancellor hasn't uh, thought this through, or perhaps he has, and uh, he decided it was unworkable. And another thing we discussed on the uh, stream this morning is there's far too many people are either working in, let's call it the black economy, um, think it's it's clever not to record all of their income um and let's say you know their profit should really be 43,000 they report it as being 22,000 uh i've seen real instances this morning um probably at least 3 of people who are going to suffer as a result of that so where you've got people who i don't know let's say you were a hairdresser um, you were getting two hundred pounds a day in 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 income from your hairdressing clients. You didn't necessarily put all that through, and or you uh, you maximised your expenses, shall we say? The way the schemes worked, the fact that you had two hundred pounds a day as your takings is completely superfluous to the scheme. Yeah. What? But the basically the self-employed scheme is. If if you if you as a hairdresser say I took ten thousand pounds last year and my expenses were eight, my profit is two. All you're going to get is two grand. Yeah, it's, and, and so that's yeah, that's the thing. And that's a so there are going to be yeah yeah. I was, I was just going to say that's a, a note to say um, always do your accounts properly. There you go. That's some uh, some advice. Well, you know, it's, it's, it is funny, you know, because you, you don't always think that these things are going to be important but you know i think i think that there's never been a more visible time probably in history about how important it is to be well advised yeah. those people 
you have great advisors like us are sitting there now feeling smug. Perhaps, perhaps smug. Perhaps they find it hard to be smug because they're worried. But you know, they they have got. They're getting payback now. You know, they're not paying fifty quid for their tax return, but they've got consummate professionals who have fantastic experience who are working for them as hard as anyone could. Just when we look, we've talked about the way the government have reacted and, and what they're doing. Looking into the future, the way that they, they've set things out now, how how difficult is it going to be to recover? How difficult is it going to be for this to, what, what's going to happen? I think everybody's asking, well, this is great. They're trying to help these people, trying to do this. But from a, a political point of view, or government point of view, how difficult is this task when we come out of it? What sort of shape are we going to be in? Or is that a very difficult question to answer? Well, it's an impossible question to answer for anybody, no matter whether you're Albert Einstein or Bert Smith from Dagenham. Um, because the answer to your question will obviously depend on the uh, depth and length of this effective recession. So, for instance, I, 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 my opinion would be, I think the government is pinning its hopes on this being a 12-week shock. Yeah. You know, pretty shit life for 12 weeks. Everyone sit at home. Imagine the planes are flying over you. Dunkirk spirit. Get through this, boys. Blighty will be all right. Off we go. I, I, I'd like to think that was where we're going to go. But you couldn't rule out us talking about this in a year's time. Yeah. Now, I think that I'm not saying that there is an obvious answer to this, but there's a big difference between not having to pay your VAT, uh, not having to pay all your wages and paying the rent in two days time. Yeah. So for a lot of people, uh, where is that money going to come from? Where is that money going to come from for paying the, rate, the rent in two days' time? So uh, we've already seen uh, quite a few failures, and I think it's absolutely certain there will be thousands of business failures. So ultimately, um, how deep this goes, I suspect, uh, and I think the Chancellor has already um, set the scene for the future. I think that life in many respects, we talked earlier about um, business life in, in terms of, you know, uh, face-to-face meetings, Zoom meetings, uh, maybe change forever. I also think that having given the government certain powers and the government having to implement very real measures to avert an economic catastrophe uh, the legacy of some of those things will be with us forever. Yeah. So I'll give you a good example. Um, at the moment, on the whole, it's it's better to be self-employed than employed. For a point of view of um, maximizing expenses, uh, an employee, for an employee to claim an expense, it has to be wholly, necessarily, and exclusively for the business. A self-employed person is wholly only wholly and necessarily for the business. So that's a huge difference. Um, so I think that there will be a, uh, a plan to harmonize things like the burden of tax, national insurance, etc. be a more level playing field. Uh, 
I think it's interesting. Um, I was looking on YouTube last night, uh, and, and one of the one of the things that you know, one of the the guys, the people that do these daily blogs, you know, and post their videos up on YouTube. Um, and the headline was uh, basically how you know how wonderful it was now that we came out of out of the EU, because we're you know we're unlike all the other EU the EU countries that are left. Um, you know we're we're able to do exactly what we want and of course one of the other things that's been um risible i would say when you consider uh you know people like gina miller uh you know owen owen jones these sort of people um the lack of comradeship across the eu has been startling it's basically i'm all right jack hey you poor italians you all go and bloody die eat your pasta don't come in my country you know uh, quite shameful. I I do wonder actually whether one of the biggest legacies of the coronavirus will be the death of the EU. Yeah, it's a really really interesting point. I'm sure one for a whole podcast on its own. And but but yeah, there there certainly we we mentioned changes um, in this, but that could be um, you know reshaping Europe and how we stand with the EU could certainly be one of them. Yeah, I think, you know, I think as, as we discussed earlier, you know, I think um, it won't all be bad. People will be more efficient. They'll be more resourceful. Uh, those those that survive will be stronger for it. Yeah. I think that's that's I think that's true as a as a broad generalization. Uh, do you know what I think the last part is just the, the last part of this podcast? I think we um, I, I really wanted to talk to you uh, about well-being. Because we, we've talked a lot about the government. We've talked a lot about what might happen and how this might shape this and what will happen at the end of it and what benefits and grants and loans, things that you can get and self-employed and all those things. But at the moment, you touched on this on our live stream today. And almost one of the first things that you said is that, that, that the well-being, well-being is so important right now. And yep. podcasts, we, we like to do this on the podcast. We like to get really personal looking after yourself has never been more important and um we both recognize that the, the, advising people in business is is important at the moment but advising people to stay healthy and and healthy in the mind physically looking after themselves is also really important and i think yeah absolutely yeah sorry and when we can we can do some good here. I think, you know, you, you, you've talked many yeah, times about stories of how you've adjusted, looked after yourself. You've had, you know, you mentioned the recession, um, on the, on the live stream as well. Um, how you, how you can look after yourself and, and, and think about things in that way is, is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, one, one of the things that, um, uh, I've started actually. So my, I suppose this is this is the second wave of Weighty Weighty's initiative. So wave one was the Friends scheme, um, and then uh, I went live, if you like, public with the second thing for the first time yesterday, which was um, that the support the support shouldn't just be business. Yeah. You know, I think uh, depression self-esteem words like that are are hugely relevant at the moment and i think that you know i've i've been trying to get uh my business partners you know people like gb expos where they've got thousands of contacts to 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 rather raise their horizons 
away from the blinkered approach of, you know, let's contact our network and and start doing seminars on HR and seminars on this, that and the other. And actually recognizing that, for instance, you know, in theory, 50 percent of those people are women. Yeah. Uh, those people you know, like me, <laughs> you can't get your hair cut. You can't get your hair styled. You can't get your hair professionally colored. Um, you know, you can't uh, you can't go and have your nails done. You know, these are things I know that women love to do. Yeah. You can't go and do shopping therapy. Well, so, you know, given the way that my mind works, there's got to be a solution to that, hasn't there? Yeah. So someone somewhere has got to do that. So I'm now starting to think about, you know, wider impact, you know, doing social good, not just uh, giving people business advice. Because otherwise we're going to end up being a nation of crazy people, aren't we? Yeah, we don't want that. We 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 really don't want that. But I, I agree totally. And I think as we've mentioned throughout the podcast, we're doing live streams every day at twelve thirty on our Facebook and YouTube channel, and those are going to be become more and more important as the weeks go on because we're going to look at things like mental health. And and you and I may be on a live stream next week, just talking about ideas of how you can support each other, how you can support yourself, yeah. and help yourself. Those are the kind of things that are, are really important. Yeah, it's absolutely right. Now, speaking of um, mental health and uh, well-being <laughs> and all Don't those things. Don't look at me things, when you're saying that. What is always good is um, a song, music. Um, oh. And uh, we love a song on the podcast. Did you? I didn't ask you, actually, at the beginning. Have you, did, you put any, did you have anything in mind for today? Does that mean you might, or are you asking me generally? I, I, I don't in particular, but we could talk about so we you know we could talk about songs on this last part of the podcast and uh, if you've got anything <laughs> in mind we can we can we can put it in we can play anything but well, it depends. I'll, I'll let, so I'll, I'll let you have a bit of a choice on this right yeah so do you want me to choose um uh something mellow something uplifting ish or uh, uh a, a well-crafted rock song those are your three choices I don't know why, but as soon as as soon as she said mellow and uplifting, I just thought of that. Um, what have you done today to make me feel proud? You know that. Um, uh, who's it? Heather Small. <laughs> I don't know why we won't be playing that. But um, I think, no. I think some. There were three. So one was mellow. Yeah. One was uplifting. Third one was uh, well crafted rock song. Let's so three three. Let's go for number two. Let's go for uplifting today. So um. I, I personally find it's funny because it's actually a song about sorrow, but it's I, I it's one of my favourite songs of all time, which is "Ghost in My House" by Ardeen Taylor. Um, and of course, the song is all about the fact that uh, even though his woman is not there, she's always there. Uh, he sees he sees her face in his coffee cup, her little face looking up. You're always in the room. You always chill my gloom. There's a ghost in my house. I can't hide. Uh, but it's it's it's. Uh, I, I just I think it's a fantastic song. Um, quite interesting. Ardine Taylor was uh, the first, and maybe the only white artist signed to Motown. Oh wow! So Ardine Taylor is a white uh, singer. Uh, all his songs were released on Motown. In fact, I think you'll find they're actually released on a um, offshoot of Motown. So a lot of a lot of record labels do. They have specialist record labels depending on the genre of the music so um Ardeen taylor is a tamla motown artist but he's white 
Uh, I absolutely love him. He's got a fantastic voice. So we've got things like, Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't go back there. Uh, you know that song? Uh, I've, yeah, I recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got red light, green light. Look at I gotta see Jane. That's another um, R. Dean Taylor song. So I think Ghost of My House has been has charted three times uh, in, in its history. Um, so I think it I think it was first released. I'm not sure. Something like 70, 69 or 70. I know it was, it was re-released when I was doing my O levels. So uh, about 76. And then so it's um, and, and, and more recently, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago. Um, it's just an absolutely wonderful song uh absolutely you know so i think it's uh it's one that i think uh is is, is appropriate for these times because we don't want, all want to walk in around with our heads down don't we walk tall walk straight look the world straight in the eye as johnny cash said no i think it's a great choice i love the way that i can put you on the spot and you can be like right you can have one from this category one from this category one from this it's up to you i've got three in mind i also gave me an idea when you were talking then I wonder whether one of our live streams maybe uh, we get Drew on the guitar and we can have a little we'll have a little sing song. Everybody loves that, don't they? <laughs> well, we do. It's just whether the people listening to it do. I don't know. Maybe that'll be um, maybe that'll be a live stream that we do later at night on a Friday with a couple of drinks. We call it the Aspen Wake Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you on the podcast as always, Paul. And, and you, Ben. Don't forget, you can um, get in touch with us. Uh, email friend at aspen weightcouk um, We're here for you. That's what we're going to do. And we'll always. keep. Always, yeah, exactly. We'll keep doing the podcast. We've got the live streams every day at 12 30 as well, Monday to Friday. And we'll see you on another episode of the podcast next week. Peace. There's a ghost in my house. Memory.